Hi guys, welcome back to another podcast episode of Spit Wisdom TV. I am your host Diana as usual, and today I have the most special guest. Like y'all gonna love this girl. Hi guys, my name is Talia Mlimba, and I am a high school teacher. Her. <laughs> I'm also um, a mentor at Congolese Youth Connect. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But I'm also a a student. I am going through grad school program right now, master's in education, um, teacher ed uh, and instruction in curriculum writing. So that's what I'm doing with Congolese Youth Youth Connect. Some of you may already know what it is, but some of you may not. Um, Congolese Youth Connect is where we empower Congolese youth to become their best self um, through action-led programs. My work with Congolese Youth Connect is what led me to becoming a high school teacher because for the um, first three years that I was teaching, I did it as a kindergarten teacher. So Mm. I changed my career from elementary all the way to high school. And that was because of the programmings that I did at Congolese Youth Connect. Okay. So that's a little about me. Okay, Talia, thank you so much again <laughs> for coming on the podcast. I really enjoyed like the conversations we had prior to like, you know, doing this show. Right. Um, and I don't know, it's like really inspiring to hear you talk about like helping and like helping people that don't kind of know the ropes. And so that's why like, I wanted us to talk about gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. And so that's our convers- That's what our conversation is about today. For those that don't know what gatekeeping is, I have a definition from Google. Google University says, a gatekeeper is anyone who works to allow, refuse, limit, redirect, support, or hinder in- initiatives in a community. I really wanted to talk about gatekeeping because it really reminds me of my childhood. Growing up, I feel like I ha- I was surrounded by friends who were gatekeepers, mm. you know? Um, like, I was, like, the way my mom raised me, she raised me to be a very open person, you know? Mm. She's a very helpful person, like, in our community. So she was always like, Diana, like, if you have an, op- if you know an, of an opportunity or, like, if you can help oh, in any true. way, like, just help, 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 help. Like, just, like, give, 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 give. You know what I mean? Right. And so I feel like, I always grew up with that mindset. Like if I hear an opportunity in a room and my friend can like um, benefit benefit from it, it, then I'm going to, I'm going to say their name or like I'll invite them to places or events. And I feel like there were times where I felt like I didn't get that same treatment from your friends. Yeah. And I felt like it, it really like, um, I felt like it affected my self-esteem because it made me feel like, Oh, Like, how come I wasn't good enough for you to say my name in certain situations Mm. or to invite me certain places? You know, like just growing up, you have like these different struggles. Mm -hmm. Or you start to think that like something is wrong with you. Should I stop like Mm -hmm. presenting opportunities to them as well? Or you start to overextend yourself in order to try to prove your worth. Mm, Like, oh, like I am worthy enough for you to, you know put me onto certain things or for you to like bring me around certain, you know, like, um, opportunities. I feel, but I feel that. Okay. Um, for me, I feel like, um, that experience, like I've had really good friendships throughout. Mm. I've never, I've never felt that 
like my friends have kept me away from things. Mm -hmm. Wow. However, (laughs) (laughs) however, I have, um, working in the nonprofit world is Mm -hmm. where most of my experience with gatekeeping would be. Mm -hmm. I've seen, um, you know, with just nonprofits that serve the African community here in Des Moines Mm -hmm. or even in Iowa in general, Mm -hmm. that they would get opportunities or they would become aware of an opportunity that's going on. Mm -hmm. And instead of passing that opportunity on to somebody or like another organization that's doing the particular work being asked for in the grant, they will go in and like create a new program, Mm. you know, that basically like entails everything that the grant entails. Mm -hmm. And so then they're able to get that grant. Mm. Um, that's where I've seen most of that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and to me, I feel like it's always, it's always a sense of like the person that's leading the organization feeling like they're threatened Mm -hmm. by your mission and your vision Mm -hmm. and what you're trying to do in the community. And so like, they start to like change up what they have already Mm -hmm. just to make it so that like, you don't get the opportunity. You don't get the opportunity. Um, and it's sickening. <laughs> it is. And earlier we were talking and you said that it stems from jealousy and um, it stems from insecurity within that person, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I realized the that fact that kind of just made me like kind of like just cut off people or just like stay away from people who mm-hmm. are who have that mentality because it does take a toll on you. Yeah. Um, I feel like when you're like when you're when you feel insecure about like a certain thing or when you like one thing I've learned is mm-hmm. that jealousy is not a bad emotion. Like all your emotions, like those things are valid. Like if you feel the way you feel, you feel the you way feel you feel. Them. And like instead of um acting on that jealousy in a bad way, you can use it to fuel you. Like yeah. you can use it as inspiration. Mm-hmm. And so like if I'm ever jealous of a friend, because I don't really get jealous of my friends. <laughs> if I ever am, because like there have been times, you know, I'm a human being. There have been times where I have been jealous. And I'm like, instead of like taking, instead of like not um, saying their names in situations that they could gain something from, or like instead of like not bringing them around places where I know like they'll thrive or whatever, mm-hmm. I, I use that jealousy as a way to look within myself, like, what am I missing? Like, that's something that I've taken upon myself. Like, if I feel some type of way about something, what am I missing? Like, like, if I'm jealous that this girl is, mm-hmm. has a business, do I need to start a business? Right, like, right. Where, like, what can I learn from her? Instead of being like, I'm so jealous of her. I'm not going, I'm you not going to help her with nothing. Her you know, low-key dissing her behind, you know, behind closed doors. Yeah. Like, saying certain things so yeah. that other people won't, like, like her or, like, you know what I mean? Right, right. I think that um, gatekeeping is one of those things that we do, like you said, uh, when we become insecure about our presence in certain areas, Mm -hmm. uh, in certain places where because we're feeling insecure, Mm -hmm. there is no place for others in the room. Mm. You know, like I'm insecure in myself. Like, I don't think that I'm supposed to be here. I don't think that like... um, 
I'm doing the right work. Mm -hmm. And so then like the people that are doing the right work, Mm -hmm. instead of applauding them and maybe learning from them, Mm -hmm. I start to have this envy heart where it's like, instead of them being in the places that there should be in, Mm -hmm. you start to take those opportunities. Ah. And to the African community... Or within Speak the African community. <laughs> Let them know. got to talk about our own people for real. Um, within the African community, I feel like people need to go back to the ideologies of like Ubuntu, you know, oneness of the people embrace, embracing, truly embracing our humanity and realizing that like Ubuntu, whether or not. That, where does that come from? Sorry, I'm so curious. Ubu- Ubuntu what is, is um an ideology from South Africa that says that I am because we are. Mm. And Nelson Mandela actually was the one that um, started this. And I'm not sure if he started it or like if it was already within um, his tribal community. Mm -hmm. Um, And he just was the one to reveal it to Mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Ubuntu says that like, I am because we are. Mm And to me, it's something that I hold dear to my heart because my culture also has something very similar. Mm -hmm. And that like, if I am able to advance my life, Mm -hmm. become this greatness, Mm -hmm. I'm not great until we're all great, (sighs) you know? So when you are keeping opportunities away from people in mm-hmm. your life that could benefit from those opportunities, you're not doing any good to yourself. Mm. You know, yeah. um, like I said, we do like mentorship. The reason I've always done like mentorship the past four years mm. is five now. Jeez. Wow. But um, the reason I've always done that is because I just... There is no legacy if we cannot empower the next generation, you know, take them under our wing and show them that this is how I got here. This is what I did to do um, to like get to certain places. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be able to open doors for people in the rooms that you've walked in because you can't be by yourself in that room. And I like that you brought up that we actually need to empower everybody around us, like, or like just bring them, Mm -hmm. you know, just bring them in on opportunities that we think that they'll benefit from. Because something that I realized is that I think we as people, we have really big egos. Mm -hmm. And so we think so highly of ourselves and we think that without us, other people might not thrive. Like well, that's not true. Right. And like I've had conversations like, you know, with friends or just with anybody. And like they'll say things like, oh, if I was still in this person's life, they wouldn't be like that. They'd be higher up. Or like now that I'm no longer with this person, that they're probably like struggling or like going through whatever. But something that we all need to realize is that our egos are all the way up here. Whether or not I'm mm-hmm. in someone's life, they're going to be fine. And so like whether or not you um you give an opportunity to somebody else, there's going to there there's going to they're going to find a way to get that opportunity without you. You know what yep. I mean? And if the opportunity was meant for, for them. You exactly can't do nothing what to I was stop about it. to say. <laughs> Let me just say, there's one thing like I feel like so many of us need to hear. Mm-hmm. And I'm not no motivational speaker or nothing, but God, when God writes your name on an opportunity, 
on, on a, a job. job, on a business, on anything, if your name is written on that, there is nobody. Absolutely this, nobody. Absolutely nobody on this planet <laughs> Earth, not even yourself, that can get in the way of that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so it's weird to me, like, why are you? Why are people moving mods as if, like, whether or yeah. not you help, they're going to get those opportunities. And mm -hmm. you're going to be mad salty. And you're going to be, no, no, no. You're going to be ashamed mm. of yourself that you ashamed. weren't the one that brought them in on that opportunity mm. when you knew it all along. Right. And not even shame. Sometimes you might even feel salty and hurt about it because you were like... Oh, yeah. Because you thought your ego was up there. You thought that you were the only one that could give that them could that. Get it. and Or that could give them that opportunity. Mm -hmm. But you recognize like, like that person is great. I think nine times out of ten, when people gatekeep, is that they rec they feel they, insecure within themselves and they recognize that uh, that other person has power. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? They recognize the greatness and the heights mm -hmm. you could reach. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. And let me just say one thing. They don't want to see ain't, it. There ain't nothing you could ever do. If yeah. somebody's going to be great, they're going to be great with or without you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like... Like, we all need to learn to empower ourselves. I think something that we all need to realize is that we are all powerful. And until, like, you actually come to that understanding mm -hmm. and you view yourself in that way, you'll start to, like, appreciate other people's, like, talents yeah. and gifts yeah. and the things they bring to the world. Like, it's weird to me, especially in our african community mm -hmm. that we think that there's not enough bro there is more than enough for everybody to eat <sighs> let me tell you there's more than there's, there's just more there there's really is there really is and like being that we are in the united states i can understand like back home maybe mm -hmm. opportunities are limited mm -hmm. but here opportunities are enough for everybody mm -hmm. you know so like you standing in the way of somebody else mm -hmm. Matter of fact, like you're cutting down blessings on yourself. Ah. I always say like, I always say that I stand on the ground that I stand today because of the works that my mom, my grandma, my grandparents, my dad did, mm. you know, in helping other people mm. that has blessed me to be in this world mm -hmm. the way that I am leaving it. You know, yeah. there are so many people that could have had those same opportunities that I do, mm -hmm. but probably their parents didn't put in the work. And so what you put in today, mm -hmm. you plant tomorrow, like you plant it today mm -hmm. and you're able to like reap it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't put in the work yeah. and you're expecting that people are going to call in favors for you, they not because you never was there for them. Mm -hmm. And so like... Put away, like, your insecurities. Put away, like, this worry of, like, if they're here, mm -hmm. then I won't be able to get enough. Mm -hmm. You know, earlier on, we were talking about, like, how women... Ah, I was going <laughs> to bring it up, but you was reading my thoughts. <laughs> uh, you think of what I'm thinking. Yes, yes. Let them know. Let them know. How women, because it is so hard for us to get opportunities, mm -hmm. that when we do, we hold on mm -hmm. onto them so tight mm -hmm. that even when we're given the opportunity to, like, take on somebody, mm -hmm. we don't do that because mm -hmm. we're like, well, where if they come and they do my job better than I do it mm -hmm. now, you know? Mm -hmm. Will I be overlooked? Mm -hmm. You know, those are thoughts that are going through us but you have to remember your value mm -hmm. you know nobody can take your value away from you except for yourself mm -hmm. 
You know, if you mm. value yourself enough mm. and you know the value that you bring to whatever place you go, mm. I always say that my presence is enough. You know, oh I walk God. into a room and I tell myself, like, my presence here is enough. And I will not limit myself mm. because if I do, mm. then I risk people not knowing what I come with. Uh. You know, you just, so whatever room you're walking into, if you are a woman in a professional world, mm -hmm. if you're a man, take on that person. They will not be taking anything away from you. They will be adding to you. Uh -huh. Like you were saying earlier, you said that like women who go into corporate jobs, like recently have been complaining, like the older women there don't really take them on. Mm -hmm. But then they see that the men, they take on the younger men and they take them under their wings and they help them grow. Yeah. And so like the company, like they continue to have men thriving and growing, whereas women, they're not thriving and growing. And so like, you're actually creating a space mm -hmm. where there is no room for you as well. Yeah. If you're not like bringing more women on and they're not seeing women like work and thrive in those environment, like what do you, you know, you lose more than you gain. Yeah. And you're not going to be here forever either. Boom. You know, um, one of the one of the Tanzanian presidents said mm. that leadership is not measured unless you're long gone mm. and your successors are doing better than what you did. So I view myself in that light and I'm always telling myself, like, wherever I go, I have to make sure that, like, I am bringing on people mm -hmm. that I know that when I'm no longer there, what I hope to achieve will be achieved in double. Yeah. You know, and also like just going back to the idea of like making sure that our presence is seen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to the African people. Ah. If you're an engineer mm -hmm. in a company and you're the only one there, you haven't done the work. You're right. Cause as an African, what we want to see is us striving here in the mm -hmm. States, in the diaspora, so that, like, the motherland can strive. Yes. And so, like, if we come here and we get these opportunities, we learn things and we keep them to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Guess who are harming? Ourselves. Because a lot of people who are minorities, especially, you know, black people, they say, oh, like, this company lacks diversity. They lack compassion or like they just lack understanding and so they feel uncomfortable in that environment and they feel like they can't thrive where mm. they don't get as many opportunities but if you went and you brought in people from your um from where you come from and you put them on you teach them like that company will like develop those things mm -hmm. because now there's like a large you know yeah. like a large population of you sorry a large po population of you guys mm -hmm. and it's normal to feel threatened like not or to feel like, oh, maybe what if that person does better than me? Because we all have those moments. Like, I remember, I think it was about like last year. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like last year. It was like a while back. Right. So this girl, um, she um, DM'd me on Instagram on my Spirit Wisdom TV. She was like, hey, girl, like I want to like start a podcast. Da -da -da -da. Like what? Like um, what? What tips. equipment do you like? What equipment do you use? Like what tips? Da -da -da. And so in that moment, I could have chosen to be like, no, like, I don't want her to, you know what I'm saying? It's competition. Right, it's competition. Why are, are people afraid of competition? Especially even women, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 
like, you know, like we have, we have those tendencies. I was like, instead I was just like, Hey girl, like, yeah. Like, um, I, I sent her everything, like the camp, like every single thing. Like I just sent her everything. And I was like, you got this, like, let me know about your channel. Da, da, da. And so in that moment, it just made me realize like, like, this is how we need to be. And I feel like mm-hmm. when you're like that, like, I don't know, like the energy you put out is the energy you get you back get. in life. And mm-hmm. like recently, like I got an opportunity from this black girl, like, you know, to go shadow, like to drop shadow her at like a new station. And it's something that I've always been interested in. And she just took me on with the same energy that I had given that girl. Mm-hmm. And like it just it just felt so good to be like, wow, like this is how things should be like, yeah. you know, like if we look at our white counterparts, like the reason why you see so many white people thriving is because like they have each other's backs, like, mm-hmm. like no other, like everybody and right. their mama know everybody. Right. And their mama. Like you, when you see like all these white people, oh, like they have all man. these internships, you know, I go to college, they have, they have all these internships, mm-hmm. these job opportunities, mm-hmm. nine times out of 10 is literally based on who they know. Yeah. But black people, they, they want to sit there and we, act. We tie you, our You're holding on so tight for what? We just tighten it and up. And now, like, boom, like, everybody's struggling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the cycle continues. And we sit there and we try to blame other people. But I think we need to get to a point where we're taking accountability. Like, what part are we playing in, in you know, in this whole situation? This, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think you brought on a great point about, like, karma. Good mm. or bad karma. Like, what you put out there is really what you're going to get. And makes me think of like how I was raised personally. Mm-hmm. My mom is such a compassionate person. My I dad was a so. compassionate person. They led truly with their heart. Um, mm-hmm. My mom always leads with her heart. Mm-hmm. And I think to us, like has the kids, like sometimes we tell my like, slow down. Same. My mom's like But that. it's like, I could see where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. She's investing in her children's life she knows that like the good that she's doing today Mm -hmm. is going to benefit her kids some um some down sometime down the line right and so she's doing it anyway so I think to anybody that's like to anybody that has a gatekeeper in their life and they know it that's not your friend. That's not that your person friend. is not your friend. They don't like you. They don't care for you. They don't. Because if they did, mm-hmm. as soon as this is how I be, anyways, how mm. I know I be. As soon as somebody starts talking about something, start thinking. We have we have this going on. Mm. I'd be like, oh no, I know a kid named Justin. Like mm-hmm. he's he's into this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great for this. Mm. You know? Yeah. And For me, I just know that because like my name has been said in Mm. rooms that I was not aware of Mm, mm -hmm. and like I wouldn't be here without those people mentioning my name in those rooms. Yes. And so like how bad am I? How horrible of a person am I if I sit on opportunities Mm -hmm. that could help somebody else strive in their own life yes oh my god anyways I'm a leader by heart I'm a leader from birth like I was Mm -hmm. raised by leaders Mm -hmm. I grew up in a in a really nice household Mm -hmm. where like leadership was displayed it wasn't like one of those things you were told about no it was put on display um display for you to see it yes and we kind of just took on those um, traits mm-hmm. and leaving those are not a problem for me, mm-hmm. but it really does sadden me 
to know that like there are kids out there or Mm -hmm. there are youth out there, young adults Mm -hmm. out there that are struggling because they don't have people in their lives that are advocating for them, (sighs) you know? So that's just my thing. It really does sadden me. But if you're watching this, Mm. like seriously, if you're watching this, and you are a gatekeeper or you know a gatekeeper in your life, mm. save a life. Tell them. Save like, a, literally save a life. <laughs> I, you know, I was not okay with what you did to me. Like, you did this. I found out about it. It wasn't okay. Please don't do it to another person. Yes. You never know because maybe they don't even know mm-hmm. that they're doing that. Mm-hmm. So if you come up and you tell them like, hey, you're a gatekeeper. Hey, you are a gatekeeper. Like you have prevented opportunities opportunities from coming to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you are blocking. You're a hurdle to somebody else's life, like mm-hmm. somebody else's success. Yes. To somebody else really discovering their own potential absolutely you know so yeah tell them like i'm so glad we had this conversation (laughs) i think this conversation needs to be had more especially in our african community because come on guys y'all already struggling enough as it is (laughs) like we're all fighting for our lives like let's 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 stop it. Let's work on it. But we do want to hear what you guys have to say in the comments. Yeah. And um, we want to continue this conversation even like just with your friends or like with your family or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks again for tuning in. Yeah. Leah, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for the invitation. Of it was course. lovely. Before we go, though, I'm going to have you uh, just let them know like your social media so they know where to find you and Tulia is going to start on a podcast. So you guys check it out. It's going to be amazing. She's a teacher. She's a leader. Like, yes, her conversations are going to be the bomb.com. Okay. But yeah, let them know. All right. So I am going to be starting a new show called Amo Talk Show. Um, The meaning of Amo is unity, as I explained um, about the whole Ubuntu idea, um, ideology is the same for Amo. And so my podcast is really a place where people can come and learn new things. Um, but mostly we're talking provocative topics that are not discussed in the African community. This is a podcast for African people, for African people to really sit down and to have those conversations, to start the conversation and to really bring relief, to heal. And um, maybe not completely heal, but like start the process of healing because there are so many things that our people don't talk about and that prevents us from truly being healthy human beings. So that's what we'll be doing. I'm so excited to like put it on and what's the at? Oh yeah. It's Emil underscore talk show. Period. So find me um and look out for more. Um we'll have it coming out soon to you guys. All right. And I'm just super excited. Um me it's too. an idea I've been sitting on for a a the long longest time. time. <laughs> just go and do it, y'all. Yeah, so. That, that's, yeah. that's your cue. Do it. <laughs> go do it. Whatever just it do is, it. <laughs> just do it. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys already know where to find me at spitwisdomtv.com. <laughs> at spitwisdomtv. Um, we will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, y'all. <laughs>